Ich habe ich All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Blank Podcast, episode number 140. Um, I am actually joined here by two guests. We haven't had guests here on a podcast in a very long time. What's up, Sean? What's up, Nick? So this is Sean. Uh, for those who don't know, that was our host, Jess Suichi, <laughs> talking. Um, that's his new Skype name. It's just kind of a collection of noises. <laughs> Um, real quick, you can also watch us on YouTube as it seems like at least 50 of you do to this point every episode. So thank you to you 50, although um, I don't know if all 50 of you are going to be listening right now. So go listen to the golf ball on YouTube. 50 and a half. Go listen to the golf ball YouTube channel. Um, every episode is released right after we release it. So. Yeah, I think every episode is released after we release it. That's a great point there, Jackson. I was, um, I was waiting for that. No, no, super intelligent. I'm, I'm really. Um, yeah. No, that actually surprised me. I didn't know that the podcasts are released when they're released. Um, I'm, I'm glad crazy. that Nick was the one to catch that. Yeah, I get, I get tired of having to deal with Jackson. Okay. <laughs> get tired of dealing with just Ouija <laughs> week week um for the people on youtube maybe you'll see it um but did you say just Ouija week week <laughs> that's the last name week 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 anyway all right Ryder cup Ryder cup boys USA, USA, USA. Yeah, who who predicted a large win for the U.S.? You did. I went back and listened. I did. You had, I also no. My first guess though is uh twenty three to uh twenty three to five. Ridiculous. Yeah. So I mean, but it I wasn't that ridiculous. I know. Yeah, yeah. I was four off in the first pick, and then Sean was sixteen and a half. I think. Yeah. So and then Jackson was like Europe. So I I, I also did predict a three one uh, lead after the f- first round on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, and I predicted Scotty Scheffler. Uh, Not a yes, but you did predict. Um, he was a goat. For those of you who don't follow our Twitter at Golf Balling Pod, um, Nick did text me like right before the tee time. He was like, I just have a feeling Scotty is going to be wrong today, which at the time was a pretty crazy statement to say. Yeah, I, I put 30 bucks on. I mean, I didn't I didn't do any sports gambling. I'm a, um, <laughs> he, uh, he advised us first. to put $30. Yeah, on. I advised to put $30 on the plus 230 <laughs> odd um, line for it was like a $30 bet to win like 110 or something or maybe or maybe it was less. I can't remember. I don't know what it was. Maybe 30 to win 50 or something. That makes more sense. Um, but, yeah, I know that was like as soon as you, you saw him in the vest with his hands in the pocket, like Scotty Scheffler is a vest guy. Yeah, um, and he's got his last name there. No, that was Cantley. That was Cantley's Cantley. got the sweater with the, like the last name on the sweater. Do we want to go back to, to when it started or like do we just talk about the final day? Where do we go? I'd say final day. I mean, I already did a recap. Well, I I don't know if you have any points. I've got like various points to bring up today, but um, that's good. Yeah. Do we do we want to start with something that'll make Jackson feel nice? 
Sure. Rory's Rory's post round interview. Oh yeah, of course. That was that was so cool. Like yeah. as much shit as Nick and I like, you know, giving Rory and giving you for liking Rory. Do you mean that you actually really you both really like Rory, but don't I, like me? Is that what you meant to say? I so I love listening to Rory speak. I think he's one of the mo- more intelligent players on tour. Because he's from Northern Ireland. Um, well. I just think he expresses things very well. He gets very honest in his pressers. So I always, I always really look forward to those. Yeah. Um, I, I predicted the Rory stuff like spot on. Like this is this could be his last Ryder Cup. I think that's why he was teary eyed. Um, mm, I there's no way I'm it'll joking. be Rory's last Ryder Cup. He even said he even said in his presser like I can't I wait look to forward come yeah back. I look forward to playing in many more of these. <laughs> I don't. I was like, eh. yeah, I don't know. Maybe many one. more. Yeah, many more. Maybe two. You could have thrown um, in hopefully. Yeah, yeah. You have John Rom saying like hopefully I'll like be here the next time, and I'm like you're the number one player in the world, John Rom. Um, you're amazing. Yeah, you're you're gonna be here. Um, I mean, in fairness, if they're still picking Poulter, like they'll probably keep picking Rory. Yeah, they'll pick Rory they'll, when he's like two hundred ranked in the horse. world. Yeah, yeah, he's the wonder child team here. I, I mean, this this was amazing. Um, I've never had more fun watching a Ryder Cup. Um, and all the takes I had about is a Ryder Cup fun to watch was I was blown away. Um, Whistling Straits, greatest golf course in the world, in my opinion. Um, great Ryder Cup venue. I I also just not even specifically about whistling straights. I always just like Ryder Cups hosted by the U.S. a lot more. Agreed. Because you get to watch it. The you right know, time. the U.S. fans get a little more out of control than the European fans, which all of Europe hates. But uh, yeah. it's just it's just so much fun. I actually, I mean, that really pissed me off this week. What pissed you off? Europeans and Americans getting angry at booing. I yeah, thought so it was absolutely you're, ridiculous. You're, you're pro booing. I'm a hundred percent. Is it a sport? Is it a team event? I was just <laughs> asking I, you to. No, I, I know. Asking you to and, clarify. I wasn't. And I'm agreeing. just. And I'm just giving my opinion on it. That's how strongly I feel. If you follow our Twitter, I tweeted about this like way too many times. It's ridiculous, and it's like. It it was mainly European fans, but I don't want to say it was only because there was a lot of American fans where I'm like reading tweets and it's like, are you freaking kidding me? It's this is absolutely ridiculous. It's it's as if like what's the most popular sport in Europe? It's soccer. Have none of these people ever watched a soccer game in their whole freaking life? It's absolutely ridiculous. Soccer like, fans soccer fans are ruthless. That's what I am saying. And so it's like, oh like are they supposed to be rooting for Europe at this? Like, are American fans supposed to be rooting for Europe? No, it's freaking dumbasses. Like, literally, go back, watch film, educate yourself before you go on Twitter and yeah. make these ridiculous statements. Because if you go back to even you go back to any Ryder Cup two years ago in France or three years ago in Paris, there's they're booing America. That's what the Ryder Cup is about. That's that's what we live for every two years. It's just ridiculous to me. Yeah, I think so. First of all, just you need to keep in mind these are golf fans, and a lot of golf fans have a tendency to be very soft. Yeah. Um, 
it's, it's moments like that where you need to be watching on YouTube. Nick just got up to like go to the bathroom, knocked his whole computer over. <laughs> if I were him, I would just log off. That's that's it for the pod. That's it for Nick. Yeah, you can like uh, static. <laughs> and to continue my my point there, uh, European fans just love acting like they're so much better than the U.S. fans, and they're just not. Like both sides root pretty hard for their team, but I I just personally enjoy the U.S. hosted events more because I think the U.S. fans are more fun. I do. I agree. Like them I, them tossing beers out on Saturday. That was sick. Um, sorry for the technical difficulties there. Um, I, yeah, Nick, you should just log off. Log we're off. talking about a hot talk topic. Also, that that hat kind of makes you look a little bit more like Scotty Scheffler than John Rahm, if I'm being honest. Great, that's the you've kind of got going. you've got you got a bit of the Scotty Scheffler head shape. Yeah, I think I'm a mixture of both. If you shaved the beard, I think you'd be more Scotty Scheffler than John Rahm. We compared you to Scotty Scheffler before. Yeah, um, I think I'm a mixture of both, and I think that's why they're right there two of my favorite golfers. Um, maybe it's because I've also just got a picture of Scotty Scheffler up on my phone right now, so I'm just kind of looking at you too. Yeah, you okay. should create a team, like a third team for the Ryder Cup of people who look like European and American golfers, and you can kind of like be the captain for them. Sounds good to me. Um, also, can I, I'm just gonna say this. Um, I I have a take of you know I think not only should the booing be embraced. Um, I think why, why is golf, why do we need silence, um, when people are hitting shots? Um, I, I'm all for just screaming at the top of your lungs and trying to like, it's just like football, you know, every other sport also home field advantage, right? Yeah. Yes. Every other sport. Yeah. Like why, why do you need to like, how amazing would it have been? You're like standing over a three foot putt and just hear screaming, you're going to miss it, you're going to miss it, and just, like, people yelling, everyone's loud. Like, now um, that is something I, I want to see. On Friday, the announcers were, like, surprised that, I I think they made the point with JT first, where it was like, I'm kind of surprised he didn't keep on going while he hit it. That's, no, that's what I want to, like, if I um, ever played in a Ryder Cup, which uh, is probably a point zero 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 six percent chance, and that might be too high. You're missing um, a few zeros, it's yeah. Generous. <laughs> Statistically speaking, pretty generous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a, a, again, a very, very small. This is in a world in which 99% of the United States population gets murdered, and Nick is, Nick is one of the few golfers left. Okay, anyway, I would get, like, the entire crowd pumping um, before I hit and, like, yeah. keep it going. I think that I would be the coolest way. I will say, just speaking of JT, Ryder Cup JT is one of my favorite JTs. Yeah, like him all... leading him leading the USA chant was electric. Um, although I feel like we got to talk about his beer chugging first because everyone, everyone kept saying bad. everyone it's kept probably... saying that JT shotgunned it. He just he just went for the regular chug, drank maybe a quarter of it, and then spiked it so that he didn't have to finish the rest. I'm sure it was pretty warm though. No, apparently. here's the thing: is yeah, in those probably. situations. Um, you, what you got to do is pour out, like you don't start the chug, you open it, you pour like half of it out and then like, oh yeah, we're going to yeah. do it. And then, cause then like, that's when you get the memes and stuff. No one's going to see you like open it and pour it out. Well, yeah, he's pouring them out for the past um, American Ryder Cup players. That's yeah. who he's pouring them out exactly. for. Exactly. And then he shotguns it. But pour, like it out, that. pour it out for T-Woods. Yep. 
because again, you, you know, you just all the shotguns and stuff like Zan- the celebrations. I will say, um, they're kind of a cringy group of guys. Um, oh, they're well, extremely- they're golfers. Yeah, it's yeah, but like none of the celebrations really looked that fun. Like, everything was a little like cringy in that aspect. Um, and then I was like, damn, year. I like. No, but I was like, yeah, I play like the Brooksy stuff. I don't want to get into that yet, but like the hug and then like you heard like the Brooksy and I'm like, oh, this is just like cringy. I don't know why. Although I, during the celebrations, I will say watching DJ the whole time was my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I, DJ, he, looked, DJ. he looked so fucked up. He was so fucked up. And they all knew it, too. And like when Brooks, <laughs> that's why I posted the sniffling straights meme, because it's like, I mean, even Xander was a little bit like. No, there, there they were all sh- like that. There were a bunch of Sheboygan drug dealers that had a great night that night. I loved, uh, I loved. I saw a tweet that was like, "Let's just give the Nicholas Jacklin Award to the drunkest player here, Dustin Johnson." <laughs> also, can, can we talk about how fucking stupid that award is? <laughs> Everyone I, was talking about it all week for no reason, as if anyone gives a fuck except I, Jack Nicholas. I got so mad every time that commercial came on. Like, I am so sick of hearing about that fucking concession. I don't want a sportsmanship award. I want these players to try and rip each other's fucking throats out. Do you know who won? DJ. It's just so funny. Like, I mean, you, you kind of got to give it to the guy that went 5-0. and oh. Yeah. So is it, it... I feel like it should be MVP rather than sportsman. It's, like, it's a combination of, like... Best sportsmanship, best performance, and there's one more category. It might I'd be like it. who embodies the Ryder Cup values the best. I'd give that all the. I'd give that all the DJ. I don't think there was anybody else who deserved it more. He went five and zero. Oh, okay, performance boost. Um, sportsmanship. Does a guy ever say a word to his competitors? That's. I, I don't think I've ever heard him say anything mean, or I don't and think I've ever heard him say anything to a competitor. He didn't. He didn't really need to give many putts because he was so fucking dominant out there. Yeah, and then let's see the last. What was the last thing? The who bodies the Ryder Cup? I mean, yeah, D, DJ does. I mean, did you see how drunk he was when he said the like apps up, and then was about to say the that was that was the most clever thing DJ's ever said in his life. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, that was like the one time I've ever heard DJ say something where I've been like, holy shit, that was like kind of witty and almost intelligent. That was the most amazing thing. Well, I think that I think it's still behind the best way to hit a cut is to hit a cut. <laughs> I think <Yeah>. that's <laughs> I think maybe 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 fucked up DJ is the more intelligent DJ because that's yeah, just right. like his natural state at this point. <laughs> I love him. I, I mean God this was the perfect Ryder Cup. This was just like I I just can't. I was so happy watching this. Although I, love, I do, I do love that this was the first year of having a fucking sportsmanship award, and everyone's like complaining about the gimmies they're not getting from the other team, like laying their putters down. <laughs> the Bryce <laughs> like, one, the Bryce one was, was so funny. <laughs> like, dude, your putter's thirty eight inches. Like, yeah, <laughs> maybe forty two. Yeah, um, it's for sure over forty. So it's like. Yeah, I'm not giving you a like a putt that's three and a, three and a half feet. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not get. Who was the Who was the first to do it? Was Was Spieth the first? Maybe. Mm, I, I want to rank. I the thought games. it was JT. I didn't. I didn't know Spieth did it. 
There's I like, thought it was speed. But... I will say, oh my. Oh, living on Devon, baby. (laughs) There's a lot of cringy ass members of the crew, and like Jordan Spieth, I love you, Jordan, but he's he's like so cringy. Um, They're all nerds, dude. Except like him. I wish I could do like like the cringiest list. Like yeah, Brooks DJ, um, like Harris English, Patrick Cantley, Scotty Scheffler. They or Scotty was a little cringy too, but like you know what I mean. They were just like. Even Tony Finau, like, got cringy. Like, and I was just, I don't know. I don't know. This is for another topic that bothered me. But everything else I loved about the Ryder Cup. They were all drinking mixed drinks. Nobody had a beer in their hand on the 18th hole. Yeah, nobody. in Wisconsin, nobody's drinking beer. That's what crazy. the fuck was that? Yeah, that, that was, like, all of them had, like, and it, none of it was, nobody had, that's how you know it's like all golfers, like kind of feminine ass golfers, is when legitimately none of them are drinking any type of dark liquor either. It's all vodka or tequila. I mean, that might have just been would they be a little more discreet? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but at the same time, like maybe I don't know the beer. Um, but may, but also I I. I feel like for the pictures, I would I would drink the beer, but then go to the liquor like later. But it was also kind of a baller move that they all had like mixed drinks. I don't know. I kind of go back and forth with that. Now that I think about it, but that like, just that just reminded me of this one kid I knew in college. He was he was over at my <laughs> house. He was over at my house one night before he, he ended up puking all over my house. But right before he puked, he just turned to us and went. These mixed drinks, man. Fuck. And then immediately just turned and threw up. <laughs> so anytime I hear somebody just describe them as mixed drinks, that's all I think about. What do you want me to say? Uh, cocktails. Cocktails. Ooh, that's a good word. Cocktails. Then it's like, it's like adulting right there. <laughs> they're drinking. A, if you, if you compare, it, like, oh yeah, they were all drinking mixies on eighteen, or they were all sipping cocktails. It's like, yeah, riding in style. Mixies makes it sound like you're like a freshman in college drinking <laughs> vod- vodka Gatorades in the dorm room. Like smear or Svedka, Svedka Gatorade chaser. Yeah, Svedka with some blue Gatorade next time. <laughs> it's always oh. blue Gatorade with Svedka. I don't know why, but it just is. That would have been Probably funny. The only way you make it go down. Yeah. No, but oh God, I I just can't keep. How, how do the Europeans feel? Do you think? Do you think they're just like this is it? Like this is over? Like this is like USA basketball kind of now? Because I just don't see them recovering ever. Ever. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure most of them are thinking like, okay, revenge year. Italy's done. It's done for. Who do they have? Yeah, they have a lot of good upcoming golfers. They have the number one player in the world, and then everyone else sucks. Maybe they just shouldn't pick a team where the average age is thirty-five. It's like the Lakers. I can't find the tweet, but it it was was the Ryder Cup predicted lineup for next Ryder Cup for Europe, and there have been so many of those. Like. Like, I mean, Europe has young talent coming in. My whole take was that Europe is just behind USA right now. This Ryder Cup obviously signified the trajectory that American golf is on. 
if they can keep it up they'll keep it up enough of them will keep it up and europe is just too far behind next year you'll see something or two years from now you'll see europe come out with a much younger team i mean you gotta think it's polter's last it's lee westwood's last this is, i don't i, I don't Serge think polter should last. be on the team i think it'll i think it'll for sure be polter and westwood's you last know, you don't know if, I don't know if you know he's never lost a singles match in his whole Ryder Cup career. You don't want him there. On, but on the on the Poulter and Westwood note, it was cool to see them win their final uh, the singles match on Sunday. And Rory. like realistically, yeah. it probably is their last Ryder Cup. Rory will get another shot. There's no doubt about that. Westwood's going to be tricky. Yeah, I agree with that. No, they're all done in two years. They're all gone. Maybe yeah. I mean, like Paul Casey's gone. Maybe they'll keep one of them, but if they're playing hot, I think Paul Casey's the most likely out of that group to play. Paul Casey is Paul Casey is horrible. I I don't know. I'm just so confused at his role in the golf world. Um, he's to like make you. I don't know, but he plays well in like major competitions. That he does. Aren't, aren't real, but he doesn't play well enough to win it. But he plays yeah. well, so he's it, the best. He's the greatest, like, 10th place finisher of all time. To Paul Casey's credit, I he didn't play good because he was even heading into Sunday, but he did have to play, you know, America's hottest team in, in Morikawa and DJ. But Paul Casey, man, I don't know. You, like, it, It's just you look at, like, the Saturday scores – Outside of Rom at 15 under, like Mordecai 14, DJ 13, Finau 8, JT 7, Cantley 6, Sander 6. There you get Sergio, Hovland, and Lowry at 6. But after that, it's just a huge droplet. Heading into Sunday, you had Chef, or Poulter at 2 under, Westy at 1 under, Fitz at 1 under, Hatton at 1 under, Casey at even, Fleetwood at 1 over, Rory at 2 over. Like Outside of Rom. Sergio and Hovland, they and all was played a, horrible. And that was a lengthy course. And the thing is, is like America, like I, I don't even think that they played that well. Like I'm talking the lower half. Obviously, you know, the top dogs played really freaking well. But like, I mean, Harris English didn't play good. Xander didn't play good. I don't think JT played good, although their stats kind of like Xander finished at six under, like JT finished at 10 under. I, until Sunday, I just like these guys were not Harry, playing that. I mean, Harris English was the only American who played like real bad. Yeah, I felt he, like all the Americans kind of. I think we just, I, I think, think it's. Xander played in any way, shape, or form. I just don't think so. Xander, Xander played his, okay. He played okay. But his uh, scores will disagree with me. Six I mean, under it's, ending. It's more than scores, man. For the way, so, exactly. What I'm saying is the young America. A lot of the young Americans played okay. Europe could have done something, but like the the whole that, week, none of anything except the top three. Mm-hmm. And it and it goes to and I thought this was a huge. You guys probably remember me. I'm talking about par fives for the week. USA won 34 of them. Shot 46 under par. Europe only won 14. Shot 22 under. I, I, I remember going through the the lineup, like the matches we're seeing on Friday, and it's like I don't really know. Yeah, it's it's almost here. like par fives are like um, probably like 
And it, it's it's like they're the easiest holes to birdie. That's kind of what it makes it seem like. Um, that par fives, um, you know, maybe I don't know. I, I that's a Sean. Do you have any insight on why par fives might be the easiest to birdie, and they might play the lowest under par? Is that is that anything to do with what I said? The answer is no. So I don't know where you're getting with this. So the USA has guys who not necessarily hit the ball farther, but like they just played the par five. They just scored better on the par fives. And so my point is the par fives were going to be critical, and that's what they were. Yeah. And they most of them played all like down downwind, like all of them for the most part. Yeah. For the most part. Europe's got some stuff to figure out, but they'll come out with a better lineup. Looking back at the Ryder Cup, it's not that surprising. Um, it, I mean, it's just like they had the best average World Golf ranking of any Ryder Cup roster ever. Every they, player won a match before singles. They and I'll tell you this, Jackson, it, it's going to be like this for the next 10 years. The I best know, and players in the world are going to be Americans. And yeah, it's just actually, simple as that. Once the uh, once the new uh, OWGR rules kick in, they're not as favorable towards Europeans. It's going to become even more lopsided in regards to that yeah. stat. So what I'm saying is it just goes back to my original point. Europe's just a couple of years behind. I don't know if it'll be next Ryder Cup where you see it in full swing, but I guarantee you four or five years from now, because this is the way golf's trending. I mean, maybe it's, you know, American golf got the Tiger Woods boost where everyone started playing golf because of Tiger, and then America got pretty good, like, years after Tiger rose to prominence. Maybe Europe will get the uh, Rory McIlroy boost. You know, we got probably five years until that that fully kicks in. You know, maybe he inspired a young generation over there. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I bet. That could be one thing, but I feel like at the same time, like, God, America is going to be good for the next like fifty years. Like we just had the big golf boom. Now America might just golf. never lose again. I'm kind of like is as dumb as that sounds. Is like I I could see them winning the next like fifteen right like losing one of them. But I just this think is, dominance wise, this is the this is the American overconfidence that every, every other country hates us for. Yeah, but it's it's like it makes. Sense I mean, we, we say have. this shit. We say this shit like going into every Ryder Cup, and usually we don't back it up. Yeah, but maybe just play it all at Whistling Straits because I I gotta say I love that course on TV. That's my it's one of my favorite courses to watch on TV. I just think there's so there's so the views are beautiful. Um, I love what the ball does on a linksy style golf course. I like that you can hit like a lot of cool shots. Um, I love that there's like not out of bounds for the most part. You can just hit the ball anywhere. I don't know. It's a cool course. Anybody yeah. else have that take of whistling? Whistling is this has been the best Ryder Cup in my opinion. And I think it all has everything to do with whistling straights. Well, Medina was great too. Yeah, I think it's just American Ryder Cups are significantly more in- entertaining. But I think this is just kind of going like this is how Ryder Cup. This is how golf is going to be now. This is. It's I, just I love how this was probably. I love how this was like one of the most linksy style courses they played in probably the past 20 years. And this was in America. Like traditionally like link, like next year in Italy, they just choose like Parkland golf courses. Just, I don't like that. Give me different, give me abandoned.
Sorry. Give me. Did did Jack or did Nick cut out for you too? I think it is a greatest event. Yeah. Did I? Man, Nick, Nick, Nick was roasting Jackson's Wi-Fi earlier, and now Nick's cutting out constantly. No, I have great Wi-Fi. That's the thing is, like, I don't understand it. I pay for the highest speeds. Um, <laughs> so do fucking I, but I don't have great Wi-Fi. I might have to put in a... Are you just going to stop talking yeah, halfway I, through your sentence? I, Look I at the phone and, like and stop talking. Ethernet. <laughs> Cape. His his girl texted him and he's like, "Oop, gotta respond." Fuck the no, podcast. No, I'm not. No, I'm literally looking at my Ethernet cable. I was reading a text from my mom. Um, yeah, as I said, um, your girl texted you. Moms are girls. Statistically, yeah, moms are women. Yeah, statistically speaking, usually uh, but they can identify as any gender. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> USA, baby. Uh, predictions for Italy? Uh, I don't want to our... do that. There have been way too many of those already floating around oh, the really? internet. Yeah. I was going to say 28 nothing USA. <laughs> uh, but realistically, like 7. 27 and a half, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fleetwood might sneak in a half point somewhere. I'm pissed they didn't get to 20. Doubt it. I'm really pissed they didn't get to 20. That would have been cool, but like this was already the most dominating performance in Ryder Cup history. Yeah, but since the modern era. Yeah, since it became all of Europe. Um, how do you guys feel about the like the Brooks drama? Do you think this was all staged? That's also the other thing. I think it was so staged. Yeah, I've heard several sources say it was. 100% stage. Like, I heard it was... I heard it was JT that made them hug. Yeah. Oh, they I am talking about do you think it was like all staged and they were like they're just fine like even like oh. all of this has been staged. Are you guys are you just think I think they yeah, I don't that. think I don't think the original argument was staged. I think they probably just had like never really met each other. Yeah. Or like never had extensive conversations. Yeah. And I'm sure that now they've had some more exposure to each other. They don't hate each other as much. But I think the like everyone trying to make it seem like they're all of a sudden like great friends, I think no. that's blown out of proportion. Although it might not be, who knows? Who knows? I we'll think it'll see. be I think it'll be interesting. I think Bryson like I think he gained a lot of popularity from quite a few people this week and i think it'll be interesting to see whether that was just a Ryder cup thing and people supporting america or if that's going to carry over because like i mean even patrick reed's popular during the Ryder cup yeah I, uh, he's also gaining thing. popularity patrick reed in general is gaining more popularity um i think that one i, I think that it i think it'll be a patrick reed situation and then bryson will win a big tournament next year and it'll all change but a lot of it really depends on how Bryson carries himself and, you know, what he says. Oh, and all shit. That Isn't stuff. he doing the world long drive stuff today? Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I was just actually looking that up. Hop on a jet. Looking that up. It's tomorrow at noon Pacific time. I think I'm playing Whistling Straits next week, which would be amazing. I was texting Nick all week or when I was 
play, watching them. I was, I was always curious what Nick got on these holes, but apparently, did they play all of Sunday up, or was no. that just the first hole? The first hole they didn't really play up. It was just downwind, and, like, it's a shorter hole. I felt, I thought it was, like, I think it's, like, 364, but they played it a little <laughs> bit up on the tee box. Yeah. It was probably, they were probably playing at, like, 340. Yeah. Bryson nuked that. I can't believe he made the putt, though. Like, that was crazy. This was the first time I've ever woken up before. Like, Sunday, I woke up at 9.30 to prepare for the Sunday. I don't think I've ever done that for any normal event. Which is, it's kind of funny because you go back to the origination of golf balling, and it was at the 2014 Ryder Cup, and that's... It's kind of crazy. There's just something about the tournament. And it's weird because the President's Cup sucks. So, just not a fan of the President's Cup. I agree. They tweeted out something like, we're ready for you guys or something. And I'm like, nobody cares. No one cares. Like, I don't, nobody. Even actually, when yeah, Tigers cares. There, no the, one cares. The President's Cup, It's especially this next one, it's not will the U.S. win. It's how many are we going to win by. Yeah, I mean, they gave us a bit of a scare uh, during the last President's Cup, but let's be realistic. No, that's not was... happening again. Yeah, never. There's nothing worse than Does anybody. I, I don't think I've watched the President's Cup. Well, you've definitely played it in 2012 Tiger Woods, and it's like the easiest event ever because you get to a certain point and it's like, all right, um, for Europe, we're going to have to pick a girl here. Um, who should we pair them up? All right, I guess DJ's playing a girl. Um, all right. <laughs> it's not from Europe, the same tease. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, I wonder Europe. who's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, I wonder I wonder if I were to simulate this, who would win the it's hard to decide. Uh, yeah. oh shit, DJ wins ten and eight. <laughs> <laughs> there was a part of me that thought Justin Thomas was gonna win like ten up. Uh, Jeez. 10 and 8. I honestly thought he was when he started kind of getting on the rolls. Like, Who same with Scotty. Um, was it Hatton? No, it wasn't Hatton, was it? I think it was Hatton. Was it Hatton? Hatton stood no chance the entire week. I think I think Hatton... Uh, yeah, Hatton finished the worst score-wise. Hatton sucked. John Rahm, though. We got to talk. Just John Rahm is an unbelievable talent. Like I think he was like... He really showcased he's the number one player in the world. Like Hatton he's shot really good. even picking balls up. John Rahm finishes at sixteen under. Didn't have a good Sunday, but who um, finished? Who finished the highest? Lowest. Dustin Johnson. Yeah, DJ was nineteen. Morikawa was eighteen. And then Rahm was third at sixteen. I still, I feel like with all the pressure Rahm had on him, in kind of a sense of like having to, I don't know. I just felt like he played his heart out. And really hit some shots where I was like, God damn. I just, I don't think that Scotty Scheffler. So I think that Scotty will implement himself now as a winner on the tour. Uh, like, I feel like he, there was a tweet, I don't know who it was, but it was like, I think Scotty Scheffler just became Scotty Scheffler this week. If Scotty didn't have that Sunday, I would feel differently. I, I don't. This guy shot, what, 69 on Sunday? I don't even think Scotty played that well Sunday outside of the first, like, four or five holes. 
six holes, was it? Well, he just beat the number one player in the world. I know, but John like, Ross. Okay, here's the thing also. All those scores are like you can throw out scores in the window because you get to pick up. So if you make a double, you make like you get to pick up in a sense. So nobody like actually, I, I, it's just like a different style of golf. So it throws scores yeah, out the window. Should, I mean, he went out and beat the number one player in the world. Well, and, and just, shit. even just talking about that, the better, the better stat to look at is the birdies per hole. Yeah. Uh, and Scheffler actually didn't rank too well there. He didn't play that good. I'm telling you, he did not play that good. He played like five or six really good holes on Sunday, and then that was it. Uh, however, I still think that this will have him come into his shoes, but I'm like seeing all this stuff on Twitter where it's like this man is Jesus, and it's like he didn't even play I that. say that. Oh, I no, mean, he still, I, he still did beat the number one player in the world like in a match play setting. That's pretty sick. <laughs> He's done that twice. I don't He's beat one twice such a crazy this year. Thing to the do the number one, the time. number one player in the world has only ever lost three times in a singles match during the Ryder Cup. Wow! And how many has he played? Three? No oh, like, history. history. Yeah. The number one of either side, you said. Yes. yes. Whoever's the number one ranked player in the world has lost what? Only this was only the third time. In so, Ryder Cup history, that they lost a single match. Was Rory, do you think Rory was number one either the last four years or no? I, I mean, he so. would have he would have he would have been number one for some of his Ryder Cups. So, so yeah, because Rory in the last two Ryder Cups has gone zero two on Sunday. So if that's five years, I'm trying to. Think. I I don't think Rory would have been. Yeah, number I don't one. think he would have been number one. Definitely not. Yeah, I mean that I, would probably be a lot of DJ. It's a, it's a year too late. I, you know? I think. Scotty Schaefer kind of cemented himself into like, hey, he belongs here. And uh, you heard people like, no, because he was the last captain's pick. And everyone was like, we should have had Kevin Naughton, Kevin Kisner. I'm like, yeah, a lot of people were questioning the Scotty Scheffler pick. I'll I'll give Nick that. Yeah. Like Kevin, like you think Kevin, I think Kevin Kisner himself would have said like, fuck, I would have played like. Kisner, Kisner would be a just a god awful choice for whistling straights. But do you yeah, think that is not a good course for him? Would he have not shot five under? Would he have shot over par? I don't know. I, I he's just not like. It's not like John Rahm's lost did anything for Europe. It's not like it was like oh no, John Rahm loses. No, it's just like the people before saying like hey, I, I think that was really like a prove yourself moment. Like you know anybody who I, I think he really showed he belonged to be there, and that's all I'm saying is that yeah. I mean, John Rahm didn't play great on Sunday, but like Scotty Scheffler still went out and beat the only player that was playing well for Europe, Sergio Garcia, and Shane the number Mark. one player in the world. I'm not saying. Um, I'm not saying like Scotty Scheffler is going to be the number one player in the world, but I think like kind of cemented himself in like, hey, he's. I could see him being here for like, or being in like the top. Going on and winning a tournament. He's really close. Um, I could see him winning a major. I could see him, like, um, honestly, I feel like he'll get a major before Xander, um, personally. Poor Xander. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just. Exactly. I, I agree with you. I, I think he cemented himself into Scotty Shuffler. All I'm saying is he didn't play good. He didn't play that good as much as, like, Twitter's hyping him up. But I guess when you beat the number one player in the world, but I'm, like, thinking in my head, like... He didn't play all the holes, so... Uh, I'm like, but I'm why gonna does say, beating the number one player in the world mean anything unless the number one whatever. player in the world is Tiger Woods? Whatever. Okay, whatever. 
Like if we had no, done the Ryder Cup two months ago, wouldn't it have been DJ? Or three months ago, but whenever the, the US Open was. I don't know. I, I I'm excited to I, see what happens to Sky Shuffler's career now. I still I still think it's I mean, John Rahm has been like just it, it's a combination of things. So John Rahm has been like the most consistent golfer in the last year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, he is like the current number one. He was playing the best on the European team. Scotty Scheffler was the only underdog on the U.S. side going into those Sunday matches. So like he wasn't expected to win by any standards, and he comes out birdies five of the first six holes. Like that's pretty fucking impressive. If any of your if if all of your players are inside the top twenty-five in the world, like I don't think that's that matters at all. But yeah, he started really well. If he didn't start that way, I don't think that match ends that way. Mm-hmm. But you could tell John Rahm did not have his best stuff. But yeah, I, I think this is just a stupid argument because we're in agreement. I mean, yeah, I think it's, I think all we're saying is it's going to be a big confidence builder for Scotty. Like he, he birdied the one first four holes. That's what I'm saying. The same fucking like, thing is what I'm so confused at. He birdied the first fucking four holes. That is impressive in any matter, especially to do that in a Ryder Cup setting to come out there and be like, <laughs> I think that's impressive in itself. And honestly, that bogey on five was he threw it in the water and it was like if it was if it if it flew a couple feet, that thing was probably like really good. So I mean, it's as simple as that. He was could a couple and like, oh, maybe he missed an eagle. Like, I mean, it's just he played well. <laughs> That's all. And nobody's saying he's the number one player in the world or he's going to win the next four majors. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I like Scotty Scheffler. Good player. USA, baby. He's a good guy. Yeah. And then you got Brooks almost holding out. That would have been amazing. On 17. Oh, that, that shot was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I saw a tweet where um, supposedly he said, like, well, somebody screamed in the crowd, like, um, pulling it up, like, go in or, or give me one second. I'm, I'm pulling it up. Um, this commercial break is brought to you by Jackson Alstra. A fan, a fan shouted, get in the hole, and Brooks Kepka said right after, it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine that actually went it. Like, it was so close to going in, but just imagine that early of a call off as someone yells, get in the hole, it is. And that would have been like the official clinching point too, and then mm-hmm. that would have been it pretty electric. I thought Colin Morikawa was the clinch. Yeah, point. but it was just the way he did it. I was just like, uh, like. I still think I can't remember, but I still thought at the time that if that went in, it would have been the it clincher. Would've. It has to be official, and so he won that hole, and then Morikawa had a putt for par, and then he missed it, and I was like, that was not how I wanted to see like your match ended. And I thought Morikawa on 16. He made the putt on 17. Same hole. As so makes the putt on 17. They are automatically winning, I thought, at that point. Yes, he. but it was Dormy. So going yeah, into the final so hole, it, it secured the half point. Yeah, to win. Not to win. He was going to get a half point. He Like Victor so Hovland. The worst he could do was get a half point, which would have won it for the U.S., Yes, exactly. But like, it's not an official half point till the match is over. Exactly. 
and Brooks, if he would have made that, would have that technically right would have been the, the clinching official it clinching shot. Yeah, because it would have. Yeah. It's like yeah, it it would have went in before. Yeah, you know, Colin finish. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? I, I, it makes sense. I don't think it makes it impressive, but I, um, it still would have just been cool if no, it yeah, it yeah, a hole in one to officially end it. Yeah, that would have oh, been. That would be I the best. Time. It would have been the that was an inch. icing on the cake. That would have been the best time ever to tweet the Vince Carter gif. It's over. That yeah, that would have been um. I would have. I think that would have would have thrown his club into Lake Michigan, and then somebody went and tried to get it, and that would be like a three hundred thousand dollar golf club i think if that happened there wouldn't be any i think i don't think there is much debate on that this was the best american Ryder cup team in history but i think that would have been like okay that's not even close if he would have made that i wish like, the entire like everyone stopped playing their match on the course and it was just <laughs> over like i'm being serious i think that would have been the cool like i don't the aurora that you probably would have heard through the yeah, golf it would have course, been so loud <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I just. Yeah. Anyone on Team Europe's like, fuck, a mixy has got me. Blech. Yeah, I, I think it's cool that they partied together. <laughs> Did you guys see that they like all party together? I like that. Like that's. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Uh, it's like thirty men. I mean, it is Sheboygan drinking. Um, <laughs> there's not much to do. Yeah, what else was Europe gonna I mean, do? Hop on a jet, the, get in the ballroom, and just kind of. And like you can't, I I feel like the Ryder Cup's more of like a celebrate. It's not like a yeah, you're upset that you lost, but you're like you're there to like compete in it, and it's just such a cool experience. And I, like Rory said, I think it's the greatest event in golf. Ah, the PGA Championship, but yeah. <laughs> the John Deere Classic. Detroit Mortgage. Detroit Mortgage. We, there's a lot of. It's like one B, one A, one. Can C. I actually? Can I actually tell you? <laughs> Um, one of my friends this weekend, she, so I was like checking Ryder Cup scores and she just goes, oh, that's the tournament where the pros play the celebrities, right? I was like, no, that's the AT&T Pebble Beach Ram. <laughs> 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 you really Why think I'd be checking scores for that shit? <laughs> oh, is, it would have been so funny if she said, oh, is that the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am? <laughs> <laughs> Europe versus the US, AT&T? Yeah. <laughs> Face palm. I wore my Bryson hoodie all week for like four straight days, and I guess there's not a single golf fan or Bryson fan in America or in Chicago. I bet that thing was smelling fresh by day four. Still haven't washed it. Yeah. I uh, bet it doesn't really smell, but yeah. Side note, can we... Can we talk about Cantley's no hat decision on Sunday? It's very Baller. bold. It's, I, it's I, didn't, I, I didn't like it. Baller. Baller. He was waiting for the team photos after. He didn't want a hat on first. I don't think photos. he's got the right hairline to be rocking the no hat look on Sunday. Cantley can do whatever he wants. I love that <laughs> That's guy. That's funny, Sean, because I was thinking on Sunday, I was like, damn, Patrick Cantley really can just like wake up and leave his place. Like He doesn't have to do anything. Like He, he doesn't have to shave. He doesn't have to... <laughs> style his hair he's gonna look the same no matter what he does so he's already come to terms with it and he just rolls out of bed and goes play golf 
Yeah, he just kind of has just a disheveled look regularly. He looks like he's like 36 with like three kids. And he two looks like, mortgages. no, he looks like he's gone through a fresh divorce and he's 36 <laughs> with three kids and two mortgages. Really? He's like, nice. he's like, fuck, I've got my kids these weekend, this weekend to gotta go pick them up. <laughs> it's like golf. Like, he rolled, he rolled out of, out of the strip club at like, three in the morning on Friday and he's like, oh, time to go pick up my fucking kids. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> How about um something that was underrated, I think, the whole season, Scotty Scheffler's wife or girlfriend. We couldn't even see her face. I mean, she had sunglasses on the entire time. I, good for Scotty. Good for Scotty that he's got a girlfriend. I'm just, uh, yeah. Same thing goes for Scotty. I'm surprised. Like he, same thing. Roll out of bed. I mean, clearly you haven't heard the song Scotty doesn't know. I have not. You actually Is don't know that song. Scotty Barnes. Scotty doesn't know. That's... Scotty doesn't know. Scotty Barnes doesn't know how many minutes he's gonna get. Jackson, you should actually yeah. listen to the song. Actually, Nick, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound anything like a song. Should I play it real quick for the pod? No, we copyright. Copyright. Yeah. Yeah, but I want you to maybe even mute yourself real quick, listen to it, and then reevaluate that take. What and is it called? Scotty doesn't know. Oh. Yeah, listen to the full song, and then we'll just kind of sit here and, but and think. Mute about yourself it. before you play it. Yeah. You're, you're not muted. <laughs> that sounds loud. All right, there we go. That's nice. Okay, now we don't have to listen to that guy talk for a I, little bit. I uh-huh. can't wait. I can't wait to hear his reaction. It, yeah. That no, song... this is smart, Sean. This is smart because, like, now we can, like, you know, maybe talk about something we want to talk about, so Jackson can't hear. Um, but uh, you know, I can't. I feel. I, you know what? I'm gonna offer an official apology to everyone who listened to Jackson's solo pod. <laughs> I didn't listen to it myself. I know there were some shots at me in there, but um, I'm sorry you had to sit through that. Uh, I I started listening to it because I thought that was our last podcast, and then I realized it's, it was just Jackson, um, and he's got a cute smile. Um, I'm trying to see if he can hear me. He's got a cute smile. Um, but yeah, no, I, then I turned it off when I realized it was just Jackson because then I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to listen to Jackson. I listened to him enough on this podcast already. I don't need to hear his voice anymore. I had um, a lot of people like either come up to me and ask me or text me like, did did that kid Jackson record a solo podcast? What's he doing? He's just talking to himself. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of an absurd idea for a podcast, but it's cute. Yeah. That's cute. How was it? Well, I didn't listen to the whole song. It's... Yeah, but doesn't it doesn't it make the the Scotty Scheffler girlfriend joke more funny now? I don't get it. The whole yeah. song is about a guy named Scotty who doesn't know that his girlfriend's cheating yeah. on him, and yeah. like she thinks he's at church, or he thinks she's at church, and she's getting just porked. You think Jackson seen. listened to the lyrics? Can you? Let's no, I I got that, but I don't understand how it translates to Scotty. You brought up you brought up Scotty Scheffler's girlfriend, and I just said Scotty doesn't know. Like, it's for the intellectuals, it's normal joke. I don't, I still don't really. Yeah, but I just needed you to hear the song because oh, okay. the fact that you didn't get that joke is 
wild and offensive. I feel bad for Scotty, but <laughs> what doesn't know that won't hurt, won't kill him. Fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something know? I don't know? Yeah. Is my girlfriend cheating on me? Yeah, the whole time you were dating Nicole, <laughs> she was cheating on you with Nick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's let's just never say that again. Like I, I ban can we ban someone from the podcast? Oh my god. The funny thing is that it's it's almost believable. No, I, it's not believable at all. It's not I believable. I wouldn't put I, it past. I wouldn't <laughs> put it past the Faro family. God, I hate this podcast so much. I don't know it for my mental health. There's no way it hasn't happened. That's all I'm saying. Just the thought. <laughs> I'm sure it's been talked about. No, no. <laughs> Stop. I'm sure Nick's Fucking therapist could offer more insight. <laughs> I, want to just I don't know if Nick's that open during th- therapy. Tune in on Thursday. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we have Nick's therapist as a special guest. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring her on. I'm talking to her tomorrow. She's going to be, she's going to, you know, break all confidentiality that she's bound to. She's going to, she's going to let us know all the ins and outs of Nick's mind. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah, there's not a lot going on up there, so I don't know how much. Actually, there's a lot going on. Beat, cheese, girls, golf. <laughs> Actually, that's such a good... <laughs> I should get that. I get a t-shirt that just says meat, cheese, girls, golf. That's kind of my life, yeah. God, I'm writing that down. It's meat and cheese and girls and golf. Like, they're two. Meat and cheese, girls same. and golf. No, like, girl golf. Girls golf team. I'm just kidding. Not that weird. Uh, girls and golf. If you're like a weirdo, that joke would have been funny. But I guess <laughs> if your name was started with an S and ended with an O'Grady, um... <laughs> are you suggesting that I only pursue girls golfers? Ah, uh, no. You have a type though. But yeah, and it's not, not girls golfers. Yeah. Nice yeah it used to be in high school. It yeah. was in high school, but that's because that's that was all I had exposure to back then. Yeah. Now I have a very defined type. I won't. I won't. Won't go into details on the podcast. Yeah, but we won't talk about Sean's dating. All of my all of my friends know it. I think. Yeah. I, I think don't know if you guys know it. But we're not, we don't know it because we're not friends with Sean. I one hundred thousand percent know it. I don't think it's no, even... no, no, no. I know, but we're we're not friends. He said my friends, and I said we're not his friends. That was so that was the, the joke when I said I don't think you guys know it. So Sean, because Sean's starts the pod or like you know we we meet before the podcast and uh he goes yeah like i I was at this bar um and like my brother was there and like you guys should have came on set i'm like i'm gonna go on like connor's last instagram post i don't know why i like his i was like uh hey hey buddy uh you never texted us um to to come hang out with you you know what i was intoxicated Mm -hmm. and i was uh you know because we never got the, me and me and Jackson were together. I'm pretty sure at the time, probably maybe maybe. Well, I, I, only, I, was, I only knew you guys were together on sat uh, on Saturday, and I wasn't in that area. Oh, I would so say Sunday you were there. We so. were never no, we there Friday. It was never gonna be us in the area. I would say this because on my day one recap, I made fun of Sean because it's like I won't even take a shot at him, but I think it's crazy when you have a quote-unquote best friend come and visit your city numerous occasions and you don't even know it. He doesn't even make an attempt. I think it's really shitty. I think it's a douchebag move, and that's what I said in the podcast. It reminds me of my dad, to be honest. I think it's 
I think it's a DB move. I think every listener would agree. I, I can't ever imagine visiting South Bend for an entire weekend and then like not even making an attempt. I think it speaks volumes, but I, I think agree. it's something that we've already known for the last like at least at least you, six months. Were you there Friday night? I was. Okay, so I honestly was very close to going to Sluggers that night. Um, so that would have been really funny I, if I would have walked in there and saw Sean O'Grady. Uh, you would have you seen some shit. Sluggers is kind of whack. I don't think I've ever been drunk with Sean. No, I've never. I don't think I've. Oh, I guess Houston. We're never yeah. that. We're never like drunk, but we're doing other stuff, golfing. Yeah, I guess. Uh, you guys have yeah you guys have never seen me like out yeah no it would have been a cool experience but uh i guess we'll maybe see you in like you know you always you always wonder why people say i'm funny and you i don't even care can't comprehend that and i think it's because you've never seen me out and the best part is i don't really care yeah jackson doesn't really care but i care um maybe we should go out for drinks sometime you know like the, the three amigos you know we do We've done 139 podcasts. I'm not interested. I'm busy. I can't. That's good. I'm busy too. <laughs> I can go hang out with himself and I'm free. Think of some joke. Think of a joke. Think of a joke. Nick, I'm free for you that night. <laughs> go hang out with him and his therapist and Sean. You guys can have a fucking special guest sneak up podcast live premiere. That would actually be like the like getting Nick's podcast therapist on this podcast like for og listeners would actually just be like an unreal like she she wouldn't be able to no she wouldn't be able to say anything about it no but in a hypothetical world it'd be like it's just so fun like it'd just be perfect like that would be awesome that would be so awesome it'd be better than any guest we've ever had on here no offense to all the guests we've had on here if we could pay her enough money to just be brutally honest Like, if we could pay her enough so that she could quit her job and not have to deal with the consequences of her actions, buy her it would out. Be, it would be a real fun, real fun episode. Let's get a hold of her agent. Let's try to buy this out. <laughs> yeah. We might need to consult a bank, take out a, take out a small loan, take out a sizable small loan uh, to get this buyout in the works. I mean, interest rates are low. What well, I. I we could have her on anom- anonymously, maybe, and just say it's not her talking about it. Distort the voice. Yeah. This is Nick's therapist. We have non. We have somebody who isn't Nick's therapist here on the podcast today. Yeah. So, so like, if you were Nick's therapist, like, what was his? What would his thoughts be? <laughs> <laughs> like hypothetically speaking. Um. <laughs> if you had to guess, if you were Nick's therapist, what would be the deepest, darkest secret he's ever com- confessed? Probably the thing about him and his sister. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Nick's got more skeletons in the closet than that. No, I really don't. I don't have many skeletons in the closet. I really don't. Um, the answer: his sister and his mother. <laughs> Jeez. Jesus, now I'm grossed out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I, I, I don't want to talk anymore. I don't know how Nick and Nicole didn't gross me out, but that that grossed me out. Um, I think Nick and Nicole, it's too plausible to gross anyone out. I think Nick and Nicole turned Jackson on because he's fucking attracted to my sister and he's attracted to me. So he's probably like, fuck. I think he's, I think he's hoped for a three way at some point. I don't think that's too absurd. Probably. I don't think so. Weird. 
It's fucking weird. I would never, never touch my sister with a fucking 42-inch, 42-foot pole. Now it feels weird. Well, <laughs> pull your, pi- pull your pack just... and ain't close to 42 feet. Uh, I'm done. I don't want to. All right. I think that's Bye. enough for today's episode. Oh, this, is, this has been hey, enough I, for fucking Nick should have just, a week. Nick should have just logged off when, when his computer fell, I as I said. I, I suggested that. He didn't take my suggestions, so this is on him. I agree. Um, oh, should we do a real quick horoscope? Yeah. I deleted Snapchat, so I can't do these anymore. Why That's you where you get your horoscopes Snapchat? from? Yes, Sean. Hold on. Let me find my password. I'll... No, I'll just, just Google horoscopes. No, can you go on Cosmo Snapchat? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try you just go all the way to the end, and it should give you a daily horoscope. Like scroll all the way to the bottom? No. Nick, can you do it? I don't look at Cosmo on Snapchat. Just type in Cosmo on the fucking <laughs> I deleted Snapchat, too. <laughs> Where do oh, I go? Cot- not my. It's Travis Scott shared the big surprise. Yeah, yeah, like, I go all the way to the end. This is so fucking stupid. It's going to be a part of your daily routine, so don't act all mad now. I know. I can just get it. Okay. This is uh, what's happening. Sentence Scopes by Jake's Astrology. Um, I'm a cancer. Um, they don't have me on here. Oh, no. Your family's driving you cray. Um, I wouldn't say. Yeah, no. I wouldn't say that. Um, Jackson's a Leo. Mind your manners. Um, what are you, Sean? Aries. Aries. Ugh. Relationship drama. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a horse show for today. Cool. Everyone hope that Sean's doing good with his uh, relationship. Kind of boring this week. Yeah. <laughs> Do better, Jake. Um, Do better, Jake. Oh, Stafford added me back on Snapchat. Oh, I'm kind of glad I downloaded it. Um. He added you on Snapchat? He added me back. I added him, like, I don't know how long ago. All right. I think that's it for fucking talking about really dumb stuff now. Um, Tell me, what's a Snapchat? I, I got to find it. Well, it should be just in your, like, phone uh, contact. I don't know why I can't find it. Because, yeah, his name isn't anything close. Oh. Well, I don't think we need to keep talking about his what his Snapchat username is. On I just want to find out. Um, I'm sure we could sort that out after. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, please make sure to like, comment, subscribe. You know, once, once again, we have a review in a very long time. So yeah, if you want to be talked about, leave us a review. If you have any suggestions, you know, yeah, you either, guys either keep them either keep them to yourself or DM us, whichever one you want. Hopefully, it's the latter. If you're um, concerned about Nick's mental health, um, don't stop. <laughs> He'll figure it out. Um, We'll take care of him. Uh, Cheers. 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 Cheers.